Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. You can't handle the truth. Truth. The truth. truth is an acronym for true revelations uncovered through heroism. Heroism. Hello, I am Thomas Luge and I am here with another episode of True Revelations Uncovered Through Heroism Cast. That is the truth cast, as you all may know it. As always, I am here with my partner, Mr. Little Dicky Ricketts. Hey, Thomas, how's it going? I'm good, Dicky. How are you? Well, I feel a lot better after last week's revelation that I'm going to be a father. Hmm. Uh, she actually has given birth. Hmm. I am a dad. Congratulations. Thank you. I have a cigar for you. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate the cigar. You are welcome. Uh, it must have been a long and grueling night. I wasn't there. I was not allowed into the hospital. Hmm. Which oh, we, yes, yeah. of course, because we are banned. Right. And my surgery accident opened up again, mm. even though we had that time traveler fella heal it. Yes, yes, yes. We went on the Jock Doc podcast, yes. hoping to get some medical advice. And we did not. We received nothing. But I am... I'm very happy I got to add to my autograph book, and we have him right here in the book. He's right next to Matthew McConaughey, and in real life, he's right next to us, the producer of the Jock Doc podcast, Cameron. Hey, Cameron. Welcome to the Truthcast. Hey, hey, guys. Oh, it's so good for you to be here. Yes, I'm welcome, very Cameron. happy to be here. Oh, man. <laughs> Shut Stop it. Stop it. Wait, did you bring him? Is... It sounds oh, like no. there's another person somewhere. Is he in the closet? Yeah. I thought you had Christmas presents in that big burlap sack, but I have a feeling you brought the doctor. I brought him. Ah! Hmm. Oh, okay. Hello, Dr. Man. London. Oh, okay, so Cameron, you did not have to blindfold me and duct tape my mouth shut. Oh, oh, I know. I knew about well, this. Well, they didn't necessarily have to drug the milk for B.A. Baracus to get him on an airplane, but they did because it made for a nice little segment to get them into a commercial break. So, you know, uh, why don't you deal with the medical stuff and let Cameron deal with transportation? He is the producer, after all. Thank you. Uh, welcome to the truth, Cast. Thank you. The host of the Jock Doc podcast, Dr. LondonSmith.com. Yes. And again, the important part of the Jock Doc podcast, Cameron. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. Appreciate Especially it. Especially after Dr. London's behavior earlier. I apologize for that again, and it's it's so kind that you brought us on. We like to believe that we are bigger than the petty squabbles that can occur among podcast mm. uh, peers, and uh, decided to bring you here and um, discuss different types of medical um, ideas 
ideas and philosophies. Plus, I get a little starstruck around celebrities, Cameron, so pardon my French, but I may have been peacocking a little bit. Je ne sais quoi. Oh, I mean, so was I. I mean, come on, guys. Oh! This is huge for me. So, you guys deal in medical advice and fitness, and I thought it would be interesting since we're a conspiracy. Well, that's what they call us. We're a critical thinking program. Uh, If maybe you could dispel some of the myths around uh, medical stuff. Like, I'm not a fella who exercises at all. That's cool, right? Absolutely. In fact, exercising is a scam that was created by Gold's Gym. I, hmm. So, no, actually, so exercise is generally speaking good for you. There, There is a point of excess as with anything, but generally speaking, uh, a good amount of exercise in a given week is uh, helpful so, for. Yeah. So anyway, the Gold family is a family out of Europe. They are the wealthiest family of all time. That is what Gold is named after. You thought Gold. Hence hmm. their name. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. So they have this series of gyms where they fund everything they're trying to do. Hmm. I, right. Counterpoint, Dr. London. So. Ooh. So there are different types of exercise that you can perform that can help you. uh for the future, one of the biggest things is aerobic exercise, which is the type that stimulates your cardiovascular system. This is like jogging, swimming, um, but especially jogging can actually, hmm. uh, it can help basically in your heart, how, you know, some people have heart attacks at a certain age. Yeah, but I don't think jogging is aerobic. Okay, no. I, thank you, Cameron, for pointing that out. Can Caucasians do aerobic exercises too? Okay, so uh, to, to clarify. Yes, I I myself did a little bit of aerobic exercise when I uh, had a shawarma for lunch. Well, Thomas, you are a little bit uh, swarthy. You know, I don't know where you're from. I mean, I know you're from New Jersey, hence the accent, but I don't know where the Luge family's from. You may be a little bit Arabic. The Luge family has uh, been in the New Jersey area um, since the Americas were occupied by Europeans. Oh, okay. So, Dr. London, can Caucasians and African Americans, and we're very big in Canada and Australia, can they do Arabic exercises too? Yeah, and so I should Absolutely clarify. Absolutely not. Okay, well. Oh, thank I, you, Cameron. If I can clarify for just a moment, whenever I say aerobic versus anaerobic, that's the difference between the uh, the oxygen amount that's being used. If aerobic exercises, whenever you, um, you're you're running so much that you don't have enough oxygen in order to sort of readily regenerate everything. So your body's required to do sort of a different physiological process. What the hell are you talking about? So you're saying Arabic people are lesser than because they don't generate as much oxygen. Okay. Oh, that's a controversial gosh. take. Is that also possibly why um, ISIS was formed? Because they were not receiving the proper amount of oxygen and decided to um, rebel against their oppressors, keeping them away from the oxygen that they needed. Uh, <gasps> I, the gold family is probably part of ISIS. I can't speak hmm. to how ISIS originated. I feel like that's getting to be sort of a Middle Eastern political thing, which I guess your podcast might be more about. Well, how can we talk about uh, Arabic exercises and not get into the geopolitics of it? Absolutely. Come on, Dr. London. So... I guess one... Thank you, Cameron, for uncovering a new conspiracy. One thing I should clarify here. When I say 
aerobic. I'm not saying Arabic. Uh, yeah, you're saying that the Arabics wear robes and it's aerobic exercises that Arabic people do in robes. Aerobic exercise done by Arabic people. And so that possibly that is also happening. But what I'm speaking to specifically is it's actually one word, aerobic. So aerobic means with oxygen exercise. Well, here, here's a word for you. You're annoying. Oh, snap. Okay. Gotcha. I guess I, I guess I walked into that one. Yep. By chiming in with my sort of medical opinion, but... I feel as though we're bullying again, like we did on your podcast. And it is your podcast, DrLondonSmith.com. Doctors have God complexes. That's parenthetical. That's not part of the title. I just added that myself. Let's talk about sort of along the lines of fitness. What's your daily routine? Because as I covered it on your podcast, you're gorgeous. Yes, thank you. I And once again, it is very sort of odd to have this many compliments from, uh, from someone else on a podcast, but... Humble brag. So I do wear um, sunscreen every day. That's that's something. Uh, I put sunscreen on my mm. face uh, after shaving, and so that might be contributing to some of that. But beyond that, I don't really, I don't do. I do exercise. I try to do uh, both aerobic and anaerobic exercise, both types. Mm. So I'll do do weightlifting as well as jogging, and that's in you know a, f- a few times a week. I don't do it as much as I would like to, but that's you know whenever you're busy, that's part of the issue. And your hair care. Uh, I take my hand and I actually, so I try to run it through and sometimes I run under the sink for a second and then run it through my hair. Ugh. Ew. Do you turn on water? Yeah, I do. Sorry, I should clarify. I guess I do turn on the faucet so that water is running whenever I put my hand under it. And then... You put the sink sludge in your hair? Oh. Okay. Maybe I should... I mean, it's nice hair, but... You know that water has fluoride in it, correct? Well, okay, Cameron described it as sludge, and I'm... Cameron, what is your sink like? It's a sludge sink. I guess... Yeah, fluoride sludge. I guess... Have you... Do you know what's in this stuff? How thick is your, like, fluoride sludge? As thick as fluoride. How thick do you think that is? Seven centimeters? (laughs) Can you say thick and sink back to back? I felt like that was a little bit of a tongue twister. I guess it was a tongue twister, but... I got lost in your nimble mouth. I understand that. Oh, I didn't mean for that to come out that way. He does look like a snack today. Like, he really does. Once again, they... Thank you, everyone, but... Tall drink of I, water. I'm kind of concerned about whenever I ask how thick this sludge is that comes out of Cameron's sink, he gave me a measurement rather than, like, a viscosity. You asked how thick it is, and he gave you the thickness. It's yeah. a, a seven, seven centimeters. Yeah. Like... Is it thick enough? He's probably measuring from the outside of the faucet. Mm, yes, yes, yes. You have to start at the base of the faucet yeah. and um, measure outwards. Okay, so this is this is just what goes down the sink. You haven't laid this out and measured it. That's kind of the, what I'm have hearing. to. But you you are that ability exists for you where you can take this physically and lay it out and then measure it with like a ruler. You don't have to okay you can tell that someone went to medical school and not auto mechanics talking about viscosity and water no that's clearly a motor oil thing it's so embarrassing Mm. yes you usually when i'm uh measuring thickness i um take the object that i'm looking for the thickness of and i wrap a string around it and i cut it off once it comes back all the way around and then i measure the length of the string okay uh and so, 
I guess we try to use, especially in the scientific community, we try to use uh, sort of objective measurements. So we have rulers or, or uh, yardsticks, that kind of thing. And so they'll You'd tell love you. love to be a ruler, wouldn't you? His highness acts like it, doesn't he? He sure does. I want to hear about y'all's morning routines. Oh, about yeah. ours? Hmm. I typically uh, wake up in the morning. Good. I will sit down and uh, meditate for at least four hours. Oh, you have to. Yes, 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 yes. I cannot get started with my day unless I've had my four-hour meditation to start. What's your mantra? My mantra is I sit there and I um, softly uh, repeat to myself, Home, Little St. James, Home. Home? Home, Little St. James, Home. Wow. And I do that for four hours. And then for me, I just wait until it's daylight when I'm having my night terrors. And as soon as I can see the sunshine, I'm like, time to start the day. You see the sunshine in your night terrors or you've already woken? No, from no. When I wake up from the oh, night terrors, okay, okay. I can see, you know, through the cinder block windows in uh, Mama Ricketts basement, which is what I like to call the Dicky Dojo. The Dickojo. The Dickojo. And that's when I know that day is broken and uh, it's time for me to face it. I'm, wow. s- I'm sorry. Because I can defeat a broken day. I'd like to clarify this real quick. You said in Mama Ricketts basement. That's what you call yes, sir. Dickie's Dojo. The Dakojo. The Dakojo. So Dakojo is the official name, and your nickname it is for now. it is Mama Ricketts Basement. Well, the sign that I had on there said Dickie's Dojo, but Thomas just coined Dakojo, so I'm going to have to take off the D-O from there. Okay. But Sounds expensive. I was just going to cross them off. Your nickname for it is longer and maybe... Okay, okay. It, I j- it just seems a little odd to me. That's all. Well, you seem odd to me. Wow. Boom. Boom. Deal with it. Are you sure there wasn't anyone else that you could have brought with your plus one, Cameron? He was begging to be on the show. I believe it. He was saying, oh, don't leave me out. <laughs> well, okay, I, I should say. I said, shut up, get in the bag. So, yeah, so what led to that? You were saying that we try not to let the little things get in the way, that we try to brush over, you know, small differences. So Cameron and I, I was leaving, and... I picked up a penny off the ground. And that's the only thing I can tell that I did out of the ordinary. Yep. And so Big I did that. Big mistake, sucker. And then it was like, well, time to go. You said get in the bag, but you also hit me over the head. Yeah. What you're describing right now is my morning routine. Just not usually with you. Who do you? Hmm. Yeah, I believe that's called exercise, Dr. London Smith. Yes. Um, heard I think of it? Producer Cameron's just trying to live a, a healthy lifestyle. And it seems that you are shaming him out of that at the moment. I just have to... To steer things away from the racism that you started things with when you were calling this Arabic exercises, but I believe it's good cardiovascular exercise to hunt and trap. Yep. Okay. And what's the most yeah. dangerous game? Human. And I guess even more dangerous possibly is doctor of all the humans. Well, I wouldn't say that. You were by far the easiest person I've put in a bag. Yeah, it sounds like you're just looking at a penny. Well, yeah. Well, the penny's penny part of it. Penny pinching doctor. Who I hit over the head is the person who picks up the penny. I honestly was wasn't even expecting it to be Dr. Lunda. This happens to you every morning? Yeah. This is part of your morning routine. Someone picks up a penny. It's like morning exercise, yeah. Yes, there's no better way to tone the muscles than to try to entrap another human being. I, oh, yeah. Well, and I'm going so fast, too. It, it is, I, 
I don't, You'd be shocked how fast it is. I, I didn't see much because, once again, I picked up the penny, yeah. took a step, and then I woke up here. Well, and I'm drunk as hell. That's the thing, too. So you don't know. Yeah, like, I have no frame of reference for how long it took, but I, like, can kind of feel in my gut that it's, like, crazy fast. Okay, so it could have taken quite a while. Oh, now you're just trying to cut me down to size. This is what he does, guys. This is what he does. Wow. Hmm. I read the book, The Pickup Artist, yeah. and I believe what he's doing is negging you because he's sweet on you, Cameron. He keeps trying to uh, establish dominance. And I'm sorry mm. for, I, if that's what if that's how this comes across. Uh, I don't mean to be, you know, taking over, establishing dominance. I also yeah. didn't mean to be racist earlier. I, I well, think just, that's more of a misinterpretation. It's the way when you're passing me and you put your hand on my lower back. It's just little things like that. Yeah, and the way that you start a lot of sentences with not to be racist but yeah okay and i i guess i understand that and how those sorts of turns of phrases which at first kind of kept me from being accused of being racist then i could just say not to be racist because that that does take away the racism right if you say that first, I I can understand using the uh, the the phrase once or twice, but when every one of your statements starts with "not to be racist," it's a little bit yeah. um, suspect. And are you guys editing those out? Because I, I figured it's probably repetitive that every five seconds he's saying that. I'm gonna edit those out. Well, not to be racist, but it seems like you know with white. Uh, okay, no. So trying to work on it. So not to be. You I, can't I, not say it. Let me give you an example, Thomas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine today. Dick. Now, notice I didn't say, hey, Thomas, not to be racist, but how are you doing today? And notice I did not say not to be racist, but I'm doing fine. I feel like I just put it in. Like, I still hear it. Okay, Cameron, you didn't hear them say it? No, they definitely didn't say it. Okay. Well, so not to be racist. Okay. You can't do I it. Can, like, even Can just- you say at least sorry to be racist? Well, not to be That's racist, a- but sorry. Well, let's change the subject. <laughs> uh, Dr. London, not to be sexist, but what are some of the biggest medical myths that we should correct right now? Uh, well, not to be racist, but um, maybe uh, some of the issues with vaccinations. That's a big one. Uh, right. You shouldn't get vaccinated so- because it might make your child artistic and a lot of artists don't even get famous until after they've died like vincent van gogh only sold one painting in his lifetime and he had to cut his ear off to do it Hmm. i guess that was part of the trade-off for the painting yeah i'll only take the painting if and sorry not to be racist only take the painting if i get the ear as well now is it possible that the ear was the price he had to pay to the illuminati in order to achieve success in the art world I would say absolutely. Hmm. Not to be racist. So I guess, I'm going to stop I editing that that... these out, Dr. London, just so you know. Like, I'll edit out the I first did. 15 minutes of them, but I'm going to let the listener know what kind of character you really are. Not to be racist, but we obviously do edit things in post to try to, like on our show, you never hear it because, of course, that's not really, uh, doesn't really fit in. It's, it seems like it could be helpful just so that in case you accidentally say something, not to be racist, but sometimes you say something that could could be translated in such a way as to sound like a not to be racist but a racist thing no homo but that's why we do not edit out here so that we do not lose any context of what you may have said okay well, not to be racist I, I feel like we are getting a bit off topic 
from vaccinations was what we were talking about. So the Good reason- point. Let's get back on topic. And not to be sexist, but the Silicon Valley is very unstable. Well, not to be racist, but California is on those um, tectonic plate lines. What do you consider the tectonic plates of the human body? Not to be mm. homophobic. Okay. Well, not to be racist, but so that you have uh, the growth plates, I guess, are what I immediately think of. Dickie, I guess you might be at the age where they could still be growing. God, I hope not. I have the body of a 47-year-old, even though I've only had 11 birthdays on February 29th. So maybe you are done growing then, but... In any case, like whenever young children will break their arm or something or their Well, but Dickie is a young children. Yeah, okay. So not to be racist, for example, in Dickie's case then, possibly you can break a certain spot on a long bone or on uncer- certain bones where the growth plate is and it could prevent future growth of that bone. Why, why did you want to break his bones though? That's so rude. Are you coming at he me? He invited you on his podcast. Okay, and no, th- look, okay. First of all, hands up. Are you threatening not, me? No, that's, that's not what I... So not to be racist. No. So what I'm saying is that in that event, your growth plates, if, if they were to be broken and uh, you'd have interrupted growth there, then the other bones would grow to a fuller length, potentially. Okay, well, not to be pedophilic, but what the hell are you talking about, Dr. London? <laughs> okay. <sighs> Yeah, not to be transphobic, but I'm curious. Let's get back to the myths. This is what I want to get to the bottom of. So not to be racist, which myth in particular is, are we going to focus on the vaccinations or on the... Tell us about vaccinations. I guess now that I'm a father, we should probably uh, cover that because I don't want an artistic child. Yeah, who would? I want a child that has marketable skills. Like accounting, yeah. Certainly you're not the poster child for being a doctor. You're more like a television doctor or a soap opera doctor. Because you're impossibly beautiful. Yeah. You're the bald guy on ER, Dr. Green. Well, well, Dickie, you're you're starting to sound almost attacking in, how, in your compliments. Is it that insulting to you that I'm... Because I can't help these looks. I guess I could disfigure myself, but I don't think that that would... I don't see... That. Oh, no, 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 no. You're you're misreading me entirely. Okay, well, sit down. I, I think maybe you should have started that one with not to, to be homophobic. Okay. No, I'm going to stand and make a point. Okay, well, at least You should have started that with not to be knife. homophobic, Look, not to be racist. but you should just admit that my security and my masculinity to see the beauty in a another fella even if he doesn't really have a lot of practical knowledge there's nothing wrong with that i can see the beauty of a flower yep. or a, a medical practitioner okay you're a beautiful man dr london okay th- thank you it just just whenever the knife is out and it's held so close to me it's your body language does send a different message to me but uh i do yeah i do appreciate it and i i accept that uh Accept the compliments or you're going back in the sack. Okay, yes, I, I accept the compliments. Thank and you. About the vaccinations. Um, so basically... Yeah, you're like the Anna Ferris of the medical world. You're nice to look at, but chances are you're not going to say anything of value. So vaccinations are there basically because we have diseases that we can't um, cure. And so... Because oh, the I government really... put them there. And so if we give them vaccinations, if we give children or, I guess, teenagers, depending on the age group that we're talking about and which, which vaccination, if we give these vaccinations before the disease can happen, 
then the disease won't happen or it'll happen to a lesser degree. Well, Dr. London, it sounds like you're the onifarious of the podcast or of the medical world because you're unqualified, baby. That's the name of her show. I think if I really wanted to get the real scoop about this, I would go to personality, Jenny McCarthy. Yep. Okay. One thing you might learn whenever you go to uh, their the websites of the anti-vaxxers, most of their claims don't hold a lot of weight. Like a lot of them will complain about, like they'll complain about other ingredients that actually aren't even in the current vaccinations for one thing, but also... Mm, but uh, are they not in the vaccination or are they just not on the ingredients list? I don't believe they are in either portion of it. But if we took a sample of the vaccine, we would most likely find mercury in it, though, correct? No. Yes, absolutely. No. And it's I- true that mercury is not a planet now, right? Like, not to be racist, but n- <laughs> no on the, the mercury. I don't believe that the planet would be involved either. You heard it here first, Mr. DrLondonSmith.com, anti-mercury. I think to wrap things up, Cameron, what's the most important information you would like to get out to our heroic listeners? I want to say the medical myth that frustrates me the most and I think I, I, I do want to kind of like let your listeners know to kind of just really think about this. Tongue suppressors. What are they? No one knows. Mm. And yet they're shoving it down your throat. Literally. Like you're a popsicle. So tongue depressors are usually used to depress the tongue. They to. I believe he down. said suppressors, not depressors. Yeah, tongue suppressors. They are trying to take away our free speech. Okay, so thank you, Cameron. I don't think now we are really running short on time here. Okay. And uh, DrLondonSmith.com, I really want to get uh, your final words too. Before we do that, I want to thank everyone for listening to the Truthcast and recommend that people also listen to the Jock Doc podcast to find out more valuable insight from Cameron. And uh, uh, I know there's someone on that show with you, Cameron. Um, it's actually me, uh, DrLondonSmith.com. Really Please don't interrupt, Cameron. Sorry, not to be um, racist, it's uh, DrLondonSmith.com. I've been removing his track from our episodes, so it's really just me. I hear you talk, and then I, I just hear a lot of... Yep. And then you'll say something, and then I hear... Yeah, we want a Webby for that. Oh! Mm. It did hurt quite a Sorry, not to be racist, but it did hurt quite a bit whenever we got an award for me not... It seemed very specific for me not being on it. Yeah. I guess my name is still on it, so that's nice. It's it's not, but... Are you gassy, Cameron? I just heard a bunch of fart noise again. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, it's my acid reflux. You know, it's just kind of... To extend the olive branch, DrLondonSmith.com, I would like you to be able to share some wisdom with our listeners. Just try to make it quick because we are running out of time. We are going to lose this room in the library. Yeah, we only check it out for 30 minutes at a time. DrLondonSmith.com, please. Oh, we'll have to have you on the podcast again sometime. Uh, We ran out of time. Thank you, Cameron. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys for having us. Oh, while you were talking? Oh, I'm sorry. It was called Wrapping Up. DrLondonSmith.com. I'm sorry, uh, .com. I'm sorry that Cameron has to do all the heavy lifting, and you probably never noticed that he wraps up at the end of your episodes, the Jock Doc podcast. And I can do the heavy lifting because I hunt people. Yes. <sighs> all right, well, uh, thank you for having us on. What was it? I'm sorry, Cameron. I, I missed that. I, no, your acid reflux that, made a fart noise again. Yeah, it, it, everything's out of whack here. It was That was actually me. Uh, but yeah, thank you for having us on, uh, Thomas and Dickie. We appreciate it. And uh, You know how you can tell that you're course. famous, Cameron? How? That doesn't smell at all. <laughs> <laughs>
That's right. Thank you for bringing your uh, gorgeous DrLondonSmith.com. Not to be sexist, but we enjoyed having you both on the Truthcast. Well, thank you. Back in the sack you go, Dr. London. Oh, no, no, I got him a... Can I kick the sack? Yeah, just hold it. I have, I have a, I have a pinata stick. Oh, oh let's hit him with a pinata stick. Whoa. Thank you for listening to the Truthcast. You can send questions, topic suggestions, or comments to Thomas at TrueHeroes053 at gmail.com or to Dickie at LittleDickR at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you to Cameron Clark and London Smith for being our guests on this episode of the Truthcast. Please listen to both of them on the Jock Doc podcast. It is a really good podcast. London is a medical student. He knows what he's talking about. And just in case parody is missed on anyone, please vaccinate your child. A lot of kids cannot get vaccinated for one reason or another. So if you have a healthy child that is able to be vaccinated, please, please, please do so. That is so important. Alex is a lot more computer savvy than I am, but for some reason, Reddit kind of freaks him out. I found Cameron in London through Reddit. They posted about trying to do a crossover with other improvised comedy podcasts. They responded, I'm so happy that we were able to do this. Alex and I had fun doing their podcast, and I hope they had fun doing ours as well. So thank you again, Cameron and London from the Jock Doc Podcast. I have a huge fear of doctors, and coincidentally, we did this episode the night before I started seeing a new doctor. I went outside of my comfort zone. Usually I like to find older doctors because I feel like I'll listen to them more if they're sort of parental figures. But as I get older, it's harder to find doctors that would be my parents' age that aren't either retired or dead. So I went completely the opposite and I found a younger doctor and I think that's the way to go. Uh, he made a very good first impression. So shout out to Dr. Matthew Cullenberg in Plymouth, Michigan, who will also be my baby's doctor. I'm recording this early because the baby is on the way. By the time this episode releases, hopefully Benjamin Michael is in the world and everything turned out healthy and happy and we're good to go. Thank you for listening to the Truthcast. I say it every time. I am so grateful Alex has afforded me the opportunity to do something silly and ridiculous and we get to play with brand new friends like Cameron in London and friends that I've had forever. I love doing the show and I love that people are listening to it. Thank you. 